Hello and welcome to Believe and Declare podcast. Thanks for listening in. In this podcast, we share biblical truth to encourage women struggling with infertility, to help you build your faith, find healing and strength to persevere, and ensure you maintain spiritual postures that guarantee you victory. I'm your host, Yemisi Olani Yonu, and I'm glad you are here. Usually when we experience difficulty or are faced with seemingly hopeless situations, more often than not, we handle them very poorly. Our judgment is clouded. We tend to take wrong decisions at such times. One of such decisions that I know I have taken and most of us take is we shut out God and we shut out the people he has placed around us to even help us through those seasons. And we do this because many times we take it personal. We make it look like God is against us. We fail to see that this is the enemy looking to mark God's name. This is the enemy looking to turn us against God. Have you seen anyone who turns on his own army? No, not quite. It's an aberration for someone or a commander to turn against his own army and begin to shoot at them. That's what happens. We usually will think God is against us. God is not against us. God is for us. Today we'll be looking at two scriptures. We'll take the first scripture from Isaiah 37 verses 14 to 20. After Ezekiah received the letter from the messenger and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. And Ezekiah prayed this prayer before the Lord. O Lord of heaven's army, God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. You alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You alone created the heavens and the earth. Bend down, O Lord, and listen. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to Sennacherib's word of defiance against the living God. It is true, Lord, that the king of Assyria have destroyed all these nations, and they have thrown the gods of these nations into the fire and burned them down. But of course, the Assyrians could destroy them. They were not gods at all, only idols of woods and stones shaped by human hands. Now, O Lord, our God, rescue us from his power. Then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone, O Lord, are God. And we'll take verse 21 to 22, just a portion of 22. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent this message to Ezekiah. This is what the Lord God says. Because you prayed about King Sennacherib of Assyria, the Lord has spoken this word against him. There's a lot of things we can learn from this story. Ezekiah didn't take the problem at face value. He understood it for what it really was. He didn't see it just as a threat against him and his people. He directed the concern to the person it was addressed to. It was against God that the king of Assyria spoke, not against Ezekiah. Ezekiah took everything before God. He knew God's character and he put it all before the Lord, laid it on the floor and spoke to God about it. Ezekiah turned to God in prayer. Ezekiah asked to know what God's stand was on the matter. If we read prayer verses, we see him send the word to Isaiah. He sought out God's stand on what exactly was happening. Ezekiah was prepared in the time of crisis. Yes, he was afraid, but he knew what to do. Ezekiah knew how to assure himself in the Lord. Ezekiah knew how to encourage himself in the Lord. And when we go to God in the place of prayer, 
faith rises, faith increases. Let's look at another story. It starts from Acts of Apostles chapter 3, but we'll focus on chapter 4 and we'll take a few verses from chapter 4. I'll quickly summarize what the story has been. So this is the story of Peter and John going to the temple. And there at the temple, there was a lame man by the gate, beautiful, who asked for arms. So Peter and John said to the man, they had no silver, they had no gold to give him, but what they had, they were going to release to him. And they asked him to stand in the name of Jesus. And this crippled man was healed. One would think that everyone should be overjoyed with his healing. A lot of people were, and Peter and John used the opportunity to continue to preach Christ to everyone. But there were a group of people, the Sanhedrin, who were not pleased with what had happened. And then this takes us to the story in chapter 4. So while Peter and John were still teaching and preaching, they grabbed Peter and John, and a lot of things went down while they were in course study. We'll focus on the things that happened after. So after Peter and John were released by the Sanhedrin, they returned to the congregation, they returned to the fellow believers, and they told them everything that was said at the place where they were held. Everything that happened, they related to them. And look at what the church did in a time of crisis. Acts of Apostles chapter 4, verse 24 to 31. And when they heard it, they raised their voices together to God and said, O sovereign Lord, having complete power and authority, it is you who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything that is in them. I'll pause here before we continue. See how they started off their prayer. They turned to God in prayer just like Ezekiah. Verse 25 says, You spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The king of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. In fact, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined before and according to your will. And now, O oh Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. Look at how they handled their situation. They turned to God. They acknowledged God for who he is. Like Ezekiah, they understood that the anger wasn't directed at them. The threats weren't directed at them by God. They acknowledged what it was. They acknowledged who God is. They went to him with all of their requests. They laid it exactly as it had happened before God. And then they asked him to step in. Although the threats were directed at them, they understood the real issues. They prayed. These believers realized that they could not face the power of Sanhedrin on their own. They called upon God in faith and they prayed scriptures and see the results of their prayer. We are told that there was a shaking and then a feeling and they were empowered to do the work of God. The disciples appealed to God's power to deliver the church just the same way Zechariah was praying for the deliverance of Jerusalem. Truly, God did not say to us, we will not have reasons to be afraid. Because looking at these two scenarios, there were enough reasons for these people to be afraid. 
But he said to us in John 16, 33, he says, he has told us these things so that in him we will have perfect peace. In the world, we will have tribulations, we will have distresses, we will have sufferings. But he told us to be courageous, to be confident, to be undaunted, to be filled with joy because he has overcome the world. He says his conquest is accomplished and his victory is abiding. We never know how God will respond to our prayers. That's totally up to him. He's sovereign. But we are sure that he hears our prayers and does what is best for us. He has left us his peace even as we wait. While we are going through those situations, he has left us his peace. After we have prayed, he has left us his peace. In both instances, we see God move. He carried out the required action. To Ezekiah, he sent a word assuring him of victory. To the disciples, he filled them for the work ahead. You see why we pray scriptures. It's very important. Our anchor scripture has always been 2 Corinthians 4.13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore spoke. We also believed and therefore speak. The disciples believed the word of God. They spoke it and they used that to pray and they got results. We will keep praying the scriptures until we see our answers and our miracles delivered to us. The threats of infertility, the threats of sicknesses, they are not directed at you personally. It was God who made a decree in Genesis 1.28 that says, And God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful. God is not against you. The threats of infertility is not God working against you. This is the enemy looking to mar the name of God in your life. Do you see that? Remember, a couple of weeks back, we we're looking at what could happen in the storm. How could God respond in the storm? We saw quite a number of ways he could respond, not to mean that those are the only ways he could respond. So let's not go looking for how God is going to respond, but let's trust him to respond and do what is best for us. And I hope you notice that in both stories, first, Ezekiah addressed God as the creator of the heavens and the earth. The disciples in quoting the Psalms also quoted that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And that's really a good way to boost your faith because when you begin to look at God as the creator of the heavens and the earth, then you know nothing is too hard for him. You know nothing is beyond his control. Today I want you to be honest about the situation as you come into the place of prayer. Psalm 62 verse 8 says, Trust confidently in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Pour out your heart before him. Take a minute now to lay out the issues before him. If you have those doctor's reports, lay them out before him. Tell him exactly what it is. And I want you to find the scriptures that speak to the situation. Personalize them. Apply it to your current situation. Then state your request before God. So we'll take just a few prayers and declaration and then in your private devotion, take time to do all that we have learned today. And I pray that God himself will speak against the issues for you in the name of Jesus. Our Father, creator of the heavens and the earth, we worship you, we adore you. Lord, we thank you because indeed you've assured us yet again that you are a good God. You've assured us yet again that you are all powerful and you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which you could ever think or ask of you. Almighty God, no one else can do the things that you do. You alone are God. 
Today, we ask that you intervene in the midst of all these problems that are laid before you. We ask, Almighty God, that you help us, O Lord, in the situations that we are faced with. You know what is best for us. You know what is right. We ask that you have your way in our lives. Father, we need solutions and we can't find them on our own. We ask Almighty that you use your power to bring us solutions that only you can provide. Solutions that are tailor-made and suit us, Lord. Provide for us in the name of Jesus. We know that with you, Lord Jesus, nothing is too hard for you and all things are possible. Lord, we have complete faith that you will intervene in our situation. We have complete faith that you will do that which is best for us. And Lord, we ask Almighty God over our request today that it will be known to all people that you alone are Lord, that you alone are Lord and you are our God. King of kings and the lords of Lord, we ask that you help us, Almighty God. Father, we ask that you put an end to every prolonged delay in the name of Jesus. Almighty Father, every barrier to conception is removed in the name of Jesus. Almighty Father, we know you are able to set free even the lawful captives. Today, Almighty God, we ask that whatever is holding anyone bound, whatever it is that is holding anyone down, today, Almighty God, we ask that the chains be broken. Almighty Father, I ask for everyone, Lord, that even when situation comes that causes them to fear, Lord, that they would pause and they will take the right decision to turn to you. They will trust you to guide them through such situations in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you garrison their hearts with your peace that surpasses all understanding. Every root of fear is uprooted. Every root of anxiety is uprooted. Every root of doubt is uprooted in the name of Jesus. Whatever this report has brought alongside depression, fear, all of it today is cancelled in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask that you guide each and every one to make and take the right decisions in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now declare with me. Over every situation that is threatening to shake or discourage me, the peace of the Lord which surpasses all understanding guards my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. My mouth is filled with laughter and my tongue with joyful singing. It will be said of me in my home, in my community, and among the nations, and amongst all who hear, the Lord has done great things for me. I will also declare the Lord has done great things for me, and I am glad. And this will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I want to leave you with one encouragement today. And it's taken from Isaiah 37 verse 6, a part of it, which says, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid because of the words you have heard. I want you to hold that word and do not let fear take over you. Remember, keep believing, keep declaring. Don't go about sowing seed and misalign with what you are trusting and believing God for. God is for you. He's not against you. Links to download the free 7-day devotional and 7 days declaration and also to join our community are on my Instagram page, Yemisiolani Yonu. Please head over there and download the free resources and join our community. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow, subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are posted. 
please rate and review also share with anyone you know struggling with infertility i hope you're living encouraged and with words that can help you get through this season keep believing keep declaring be sure to tune in every sunday for a new episode thank you